East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Lydia. I'm Linda. <laughs> I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. <laughs> this is my birthday episode. <laughs> <laughs> It says we're three sisters. But we're four sisters. From the Baltimore, Maryland area. Each week, Leslie will give her reaction to the true crime and paranormal stories that Lorraine and Linda tell from up and down the East Coast. As a reminder, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all for informative purposes. Happy belated birthday to you, humans! It was just yesterday, so. Yeah. And yeah. This is Happy like birthday. the first time I'm around other humans. Work doesn't count. I, They annoy me. We're not talking what are you about. talking about? I saw you like a week ago. You annoy me too. Uh, what? I've been home Girl. with Jonathan by myself for five fucking days. Okay, don't let her That's a think that she doesn't have any interaction because this girl will just randomly call... FaceTime at any time that she wants, but expecting everybody to pick oh, up. Oh, yeah, yes. literally, I'll be at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, I'm just going to uh, let this yes, ring. But no, just because, off her no, it's because, like, you're not <laughs> in here with me. It's different. <laughs> I always know it's not an emergency, so I just don't bother. <laughs> Sometimes when anybody is. calls, if it's my dad, I might answer. But if it's in the group chat, it's always like my mom calling from my dad's phone oh i hate when she does that because, because she no, knows like she'll, she'll yeah she knows you'll like, pick even up like a and that's why i don't call she like i uh, okay it's making me upset <laughs> why is it making you upset when we know because this is why we do it because i'm like hi dad <laughs> and then she's like it's your mother and i'm like oh shit <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anywho, welcome back to my birthday party. Party. <laughs> Bet. This is why we're here. This, this is episode 65. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to ya. Oh. This lovely Tuesday. What? Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. what? No, I just realized the episode that I had researched. I read it. Uh, she's gonna- <laughs> I know yeah, she's going no. first. <laughs> I'm going first today. Yes, it was me by myself last week. This doesn't care. Oh, I don't care. Because I have planned out this episode, especially for Lydia's birthday. Ay. Is it is a Leo? Continu- no, 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 no. Is this a continuation of all your no. things coming to... Okay. No. I thought that's what we were supposed to be okay, doing. Yes, but no. See, mm. if you guys don't remember from not last week, but the week before, or whenever the freak my life, whatever. I don't remember anything. Yeah, exactly. I said that if Lydia was coming on for her birthday episode, then I was going to do a special story... But if not, then I would do my oh, your my everything. Okay. Oh, my everything! <laughs> <laughs> it's a Lehman Ho song, and I even sang it like him. So, Leslie. Oh no! Oh my God, she I am it from me. I am literally in the firing range. This Where's is my li- gun. I don't know who has it. She has it. Okay, since it's birthday. your birthday. Why do I have a gun? Don't shoot her. Don't shoot me. Shoot above me at the map. But you have to shoot where we're going. (laughs) Oh no! I'm literally in front. You gotta say it first and then shoot it. Uh, Portland is in Maine. Yes. Yes. 
There's an I thought organ. that was Oregon. Okay. Oregon. Oh. Um, true crime or paranormal? Today I am doing true crime, especially oh, for you. I'm okay. doing cryptids. Oh. No, this is true crime. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I got excited when you literally just said true crime. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes, cryptids. My favorite true crime. Uh, oh my god. Hold on, hold on, Make hold sure on. You're happy already. Hold on. Okay, 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 okay. Sure. Okay. Mm, New York. Oh my god, she got it! I don't know if she hit it though. <laughs> I did. Yeah, she did. It was Damn. like <laughs> it's the biggest one up there. So yes, we are going to New York today. I specifically shot like Niagara Falls area. No. <sighs> <laughs> That's your fault. You flew too close to the sun. Yes, you did, Icarus. <laughs> Are we doing West Side Story? No. Oh. Oh. Bitch, we don't talk about that. I've been listening to it all week just so I can cry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody's so emotional. Because I've been stuck in the house for so It's okay. Leslie it's cried really today, too. It's really not that bad. <laughs> I have been going through an emotional breakdown by myself in the house. Anyway. So, it's really not that bad. No, 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 it's other things. Aren't you always alone anyway? <laughs> no. Like, don't you just go to work, go to sleep? No, not anymore. <laughs> no, not really, because there are actually days where I get to work, like the lab at 7 in the morning, and I won't be home till 11 because I just sit around the office harassing all of my coworkers. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but anyway, so, New York. Mm-hmm. We are going to be talking about a man. His name is Michael Malloy. <gasps> Special secret place. Wait. <laughs> How do you spell Malloy? M A L L O Y. Oh, bitches and hoes. I hit the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not used to having things next to me. So, Michael Malloy is an Irish immigrant. He came to the States. We don't know when. We literally have no fucking clue about his personal before all of this life. All we know is he's Irish. When he came to New York, he did odds and ends. He was born in 1873. Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. Hold on. What was happening then? In 1873? I couldn't tell you. I need some sort of reference or else I'm just going to be thinking present day. Um, I always well at the time that this story is, <laughs> at the time that this story is taking place, its prohibition is about to end, and the Great Depression is like coming to an end. Okay, what? What in the time frame of the story? Not in, the story, not oh, his birth, not his birth. So okay. I was gonna say, I was like, that's, that's like in the twenties. Yeah, okay. that, that's yeah. the time frame of the story, okay. but... That's what I need, because if you tell me the time frame of his birth, then that's just going to be more confusing. So he's got no teeth. That's what we're saying. Ah. He's Irish. He'd be fighting. Ooh, he likes yes. potatoes. Mm. Oh. Everybody likes potatoes. Everybody likes potatoes. So... That is the people. At okay. the time that he was born was actually, like, the European Depression. I don't know shit about Europe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about shit. Let's go. Uh, Ulysses <laughs> Grant was president. Who? Unless you're giving me a grant. I don't know. What that is. 
Okay, anyway. Isn't Ulysses the monkey from uh, Rocket Man? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, P.T. Barnum, <laughs> P. T. Barnum's Circus debuts in New York in 1873. What'd you say? P. Okay. P. T. Barnum. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He debuts okay. in 1873 in New York. That's Greatest Showman, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. I have my picture reference <laughs> in my head now. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. <laughs> Okay, uh, this is how I knew we weren't going to be done by my sleep time. Yeah, okay, we will. yeah, we will. Michael Malloy, he mm-hmm. is this Irish dude. He was a former firefighter. He's a really strange character. We don't know really anything about him. It is believed that he is from the county Donegal in Ireland. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. He lives. My insurance company. Yes. Okay. It used to be my insurance company. You didn't have to put that out there. Anyway, Ooh. continue. Beep. <laughs> um, <laughs> he basically lives in ex- obscurity. His He's anonymous. Like, even the people who know him don't know him. That's how I want to live my life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, you could that. never. <laughs> I Okay. <clears throat> never mind. Keeping that for later. Anyway. <laughs> He just did, he did a series of odd jobs. He was a street cleaner at one point. He was a construction worker, a firefighter, a drunk. I don't know. This is what he does. Okay. The most that ev- the one thing that everyone can agree about Michael Malloy mm-hmm. is he is an alcoholic. That is it. That's really the one thing that everyone knows. <laughs> That's very much stereotypical. Irish. Irish. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, he he was. So we are going to be in January of 1933. Okay. Michael Malloy is an alcoholic and a homeless man at this time, Mm. and he's falling on hard times. He constantly hangs out at this speakeasy all the time. Okay. Someone that he was, like, slightly acquainted with took him there. And he was like, hey, you're an alcoholic. Here's alcohol. But <laughs> Okay. And he was like, How was I he live here now. We're getting there. Okay. <laughs> was He's got a tab. Oh. oh. So. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> the owner of the speakeasy is Tony Marino. He's 27 years old. And it's actually behind his storefront. So... He's got his storefront, obviously, Prohibition. It's like a little room in the back. Mm-hmm. And this so, oh, okay, so Cinco de Mayo. This man is already 60 years old right now? Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh. He lived a very old life. That is math. I, You know, can I just tell you, even the people that I do, when we talk about things happening and stuff like that, I always just assume they're in their 20s. Yes. <laughs> like, I know that math and all that stuff and, like, time going by, but I'm always, no, like, just I just wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. I knew how old the owner was yeah. versus him. Okay. Yeah. So um, the... That, oh, the owner's 27. The owner's 27. Okay. So, Cake Boss, 27. Drunk, 60. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So... I'm buddy. I'm the boss. And it's not, it's not a nice place. It's just like some speakeasies you walked into and it was like, bam, roaring 20s kind of thing. This was not that place. We're in the Bronx. We behind a convenience store. It is, there's four tables in this place. There's a 12 foot bar against one wall. There's a sofa over there and they got a bathroom, but 
it had like the equivalent of like a beaded shade separator for the bathroom for the bathroom they smell Ew. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is like not the speakeasy you would catch me in okay Mm, they serve okay. <laughs> so truly as truly <laughs> alcoholics when downtown <laughs> we, we were i went with the the girls i used to work with oh god and uh, we went downtown we were all in like our hunt outfits and stuff oh yeah and we walked into a bar and everybody was just like and we we're like uh we turned around walking out oh god <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a Baltimore thing, though. I feel like you need to explain that. Because if somebody here is... We were in Hun outfits. Uh, uh, <laughs> They're going to think Attila the Hun. <laughs> oh, okay. H-O-N. And it's like a... Bee- beehive's very... Hair. Beehive, beehive, beehive hair. hair. <laughs> beehive glasses. Think of the movie... What? Hairspray? Hairspray. Yeah, hairspray. Good morning, Baltimore. Yes. That's oh my god! Walked, I was singing. We I can into hear a bar like that. I can. I was singing. I can. But hear we the went bells. to Hun Cafe. That's why we dressed up because <gasps> we went Zac to Zac Hun Efron Cafe. Reference. It's Zac Efron Day. Today is Zac Efron Day. It is. Oh. Because it's Lydia's post birthday. Still nice. celebrating. It is my birthday. Fine. God, she's such a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the whole month is her birthday. Yes, yeah, I know. my coworker literally texted uh, the me whole Leo season are. plus August. <laughs> yes, my coworker is a Leo. She texted me the first day of Leo season. She goes, "Guess what day it is?" And I was like, "The shittiest horoscope season." And she was like, "It's Leo season." <laughs> yeah, I texted my. Uh, she's the we same have team iPhone, and I was like. Happy Leo season, everybody! There's two <laughs> other Leos in it, and they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, All right, okay. Marino, Bronx. Marino, Marino. What did I say? Mario. Okay. <laughs> Think Dan Marino. Oh. So anyway, but Cake Boss. Michael Malloy would come in to the speakeasy so often mm-hmm. that Tony gave him a job, sweeping the floor and stocking bottles, and that's how he paid for his drinks. He just never got paid? Um, kind of, not really. Like, he did have a tab, and it just kept going up and up and up. And, like, he would sort of pay it off that way. What was he doing? Sweeping and what? Sweeping and just stocking bottles um, on the on freaking the shelf. I forgot what I was looking up. So there is another man. His name is Francis Pasqua. P-A-S-Q-U-A. He's another customer that comes in there all the time. He's really good friends with Tony, and he's actually the guy who brought Mike into here. Everyone understood he's a loner. All he cares about is getting drunk. They don't even know where he lives. You already done said he was well, homeless. They, they assume oh, okay. he's homeless because they don't fucking know. Okay. Nobody knows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he starts drinking even more because he's working at the bar. He's working less, and his tab is going higher. So eventually, Tony cuts him off. Oh. You cut off. And You're done. <laughs> and Mike Thank is like, what? <laughs> this is so messed up. Like, Mike is not happy about it, but he probably went somewhere else. I'm not happy. That's so. what he said. That's like the dialogue. <laughs> Oh my, I can't. As if it wasn't just narrated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Captain Obvious. You're welcome. 
So, <laughs> we are in some evening in July mm-hmm. of 1932. Probably hot outside. Why are we backtracking? I don't... Did I say 33? Because we're going into 33. Yeah, but this was January of 33 that you said Bitch, this. Bitch, I don't that. know what I said. It's probably supposed to be 32. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I'm rude. <laughs> so... Tony sits down at the bar with his friends. It's Francis, and there's another guy. His name is Daniel Kreisberg. We're so Danny and France. Yeah. Danny and Frankie. Francis. Probs. Probs. Ayo, Frankie. And they're just shooting <laughs> shit, <laughs> talking about how their day is going. And Tony is basically like, yo, my business is going under. It's going really bad. He's complaining about the customers running up their tabs and they're not paying. And so his business... He let them! Basically. Mm -hmm. And so his business is slowly going under. Francis over here... Francis! (laughs) (laughs) She was waiting. (laughs) Seriously, that's just Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> I've never seen that. I never really watched it. Oh my oh, god. No, okay. That was such a good. It, I mean, oh, I think I'd take it we, off of Hulu. Oh. Okay, was listen. Was it on so, Netflix? Anyway. This was my whole thing about Malcolm in the Middle because it came out the same time the Seventh Heaven came out, and for some reason I thought they were exactly the same, and I was like, oh, it's huh. another stupid. They show. were not the eyes completely opposite. Um, oh my god. god. Murray's in Seventh Heaven. Listen, years later, like when it was ending, I caught one episode and I do not tell my daughter about that show because (laughs) she's been watching Gilmore Girls and every time she's into like season three or four already. And every time I'm like, I can't believe you actually like that show. Ew, that's I like don't let her get into the O C. No, it's like watching Glee. Where it's just like you Cringe. get invested, no. even though it's Invested. like there's no... no. No, 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 no. You could not get me to watch. I've tried so many times to watch Gilmore Girls, I and haven't. I cannot stand the dynamic between the, the mom and the, the mom daughter. And daughter. I can't. Wait. Never mind. Which care. mom and daughter? Huh? Any of them. Anyway. The grandmom, okay. the mom, the mom, the daughter. Oh, just yeah. The, whole the grandparents. So, Francis Pasqua comes up with the plan for Mike. He was like, hey, why don't you take out an insurance policy on Michael Malloy? We take care of him. We collect the money and we set. It's going to be easy. It's going to be great. It's always going to be great. Little did they know that I Michael feel like this isn't going to go the way that was they an MMA fighter. I don't know how life insurance works. <laughs> I'm realizing this now. Oh, my God. Well, I'm about wait, to wait. slightly explain it to you. I was going to say, what don't you understand? And then we could try to help you. Isn't he Irish? Yeah. The fuck what does that, that have to do with anything? anything? <laughs> <laughs> Is this not like where you have to be like a citizen or something? No, especially not during this time. Ex- yeah. Anyone can get life insurance for the most part. Who can get life insurance? Anyway. So somehow they convince <laughs> Michael Malloy... Francis goes up to Michael and he's basically like, hey, you want to go get some life insurance? Mike's like, why not? Uh, I really don't think that it would have been that hard. Anyway, so Francis. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do was give the dude booze. 
That's all you really had to do. Yeah. Hey, man, you come sign these papers. We're going to give you some alcohol. Boom. Yeah. So Francis and Mike went down to the local office of Prudential Insurance Company. Yeah, they were around? Yeah. Dang. Um, she lasts long. <laughs> they meet with an agent. Francis tells them, hey, this is... <laughs> what? I'm surprised you did not hear that through your headphones. Go ahead. Bye. Did you fart? No. No, that's your job. You're welcome. I don't have to today. Good. Anyway. It's gross. And... <laughs> oh, my God. God. So, Francis is like, this is my good friend, Michael. We want to get insurance coverage on him. Double. So, like, if something happens, like, if an accident happens, they get double payout. And they were like, okay. And Francis is going to be the beneficiary. The prudential, okay. the prudential agent is like, sure. Cool. So they sign the fucking papers. Anybody living in the U.S. can get it. Who? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm just. Oh, he's like a drunk. Yeah. And but, he's already 60 some years old. So he's going to. Like, die. why? But so then you just have to pay more for your life insurance. Yeah. Yeah. You just have a, a But they higher... don't care about that because they already know that he's going to die and they're going to get that money back. So. So it's like paying $50 for like a $5,000 life insurance policy. I don't give a fuck. They won't make you bet. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so they get this life insurance from Prudential. Two days later, they go to Metropolitan Insurance Company. Mm -hmm. Oh. And they put out, they get another Another. policy. They get another policy. These people like to mess with... uh... What's it called? Insurance fraud. fraud. That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> so they asked for another policy. This is a $3,000 policy. The first one was $2,000. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Wait. <laughs> what? What was that? What's the total? Three, five thousand. We're getting there. Okay. I have the conversions. I thought I was going to ask for next. Well, yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. What's the total? And then what is it today? But okay, keep going. So, because we got some more coming. So, they're like, yes, fuck yeah, we're set, we're great, this is gonna, just kill him, yeah. But, (laughs) (laughs) this is a problem, because both of these insurance policies were reviewed by upper management, and both of the companies were like, red flag, red flag, alert, alert, because the beneficiary is not even related to the person who the policy is out on. So they're like, why the hell is your not related person the pot, like the beneficiary of your life insurance Did policy? Did they know where his family fair, was? Fair, fair, fair. Nope. Yeah, but still I feel like if it's related. like an immigrant from another country and like has no family here, then like so, so now we're back down to zero. Oh my god! Continue. No, no, no. They probably still have that out on them. They were rejected. Uh, so, so that's a yes. Yes. So back to the drawing board. I'm gonna kill them anyway. But they oh. did not give up. The moment they like they they still had a plan. This is all still going down. They find a bartender named Joseph. I mean, yeah. Joseph Murray, they enlisted him as, like, their fake relative. 
and they made up some fake identity for Michael Malloy, and his fake name was Nicholas Mallory. That was the fake name. Mm-hmm. Joe plays the part of his brother and becomes a beneficiary. Mm-hmm. So they get this policy. They go to Metropolitan Insurance Agent. They secure a policy. They went back to the same place. They went back to the Francis. Francis goes back to the same place, but he doesn't. He doesn't take Mike. He okay. takes. He takes the bartender and some. Other, they like make up this whole bullshit. It, I don't know. Okay. They're doing insurance fraud. It doesn't have to go right. Yes. It's just like, fraud to go. He, okay. The the person wasn't present. And even like later in court records, the insurance agent tells them that he gave them the insurance, even though he wasn't there, because he needed the sale. Uh, he needed the commi- uh, uh, he needed the commission, uh, so he did it. Uh, so and well. then and then they went to Prudential and got two more life insurance policies out on Nicholas Mallory. Mm-hmm. So they went to the same two places. Yes. Are those the only two places available? Probably. That's unfortunate for them. So and then in the event of an accidental death, mm-hmm. Nicholas Mallory, a.k.a. Michael Malloy, mm-hmm. his beneficiary would get $3,500, which is more than $68,000 today. Okay. I mean, they... That's a house. What yeah. house are you buying? And that, at that time, they could have gotten something. <laughs> something? Oh, Jesus. That's more than what oh, he had. <laughs> <laughs> so, their plan. Mm-hmm. They stock the bar. They basically fill their arsenal with gin and whiskey. Tony decides they're gonna... He, he tells Mike, he's like, hey, man... <laughs> I know I was hard on you, but I'm wiping your debt. All of it's forgiven. We're going to open your house and open your house. We're going to open your tab and all the drinks are on the house. That was the, they, they literally planned for him to drink himself to death. But if you, never mind. He's he, Irish. It's and he is already an alcoholic. Yep. No, that's what I was going to say. Tolerance? Was, yeah. I was going to say, if he's an alcoholic and he's already, like, got that shit up there, they going to run out of drink at the bar before yeah, he Yeah, so the first night goes by. That's like and a blood transfusion at that point. <laughs> Don't make a difference. They're sitting there, and they're watching, and they're waiting, and they're waiting. Literally, all night, they're just watching this man guzzling down drinks. <laughs> like, they literally filled up the bar just so he could drink his life away. Nope. He doesn't fall down. Doesn't fall off his chair. Nothing. He leaves the freaking speakeasy and they're just like he's wobbly he's not steady that's it he comes <laughs> they should have gave him water that would have been a shock to his system <laughs> yeah. so he comes back some, the ne- juice, some vitamin c <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he comes back the next morning and he's like i'm ready to drink you guys like right off the bat he just stumbles in <laughs> this goes on for about four days where they just watching him constantly drink all they didn't stop fucking him. no they're trying to kill they're him try, they're no, waiting I, for that tipping point okay. ain't no tipping point so no. they realize mike is in here fucking drinking his life away they don't have heroin at this point <laughs> <laughs> it probably costs more than they can afford oh well, i guess fair enough or some kind I'm of not- more than they can afford if he's drinking the whole bar four <laughs> nights in a row they're going the, bankrupt okay, no, just trying to get a life the insurance. the thing is, okay, so during Prohibition, especially in the Bronx, at this time, they had, like, 
below bottom shelf alcohol that was shit basically made out of they're making wood it alcohol and they're doing like bathtub gin it's and prohibition yeah you can't get good shit nowhere yeah like they are literally Nothing. making this shit in their toilet mm-hmm. and putting it on the shelf 100 <laughs> it's toilet wine okay mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's what he's drinking. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the chemicals that they used in the alcohol was poisonous. Like, understand alcohol is kind of poisonous, but this shit mm-hmm. was legitimately like poison. This, <laughs> this man's system is so good. He ain't going down for nothing. You gonna shoot him with a tranquilizer? He got a second win. <laughs> gives him an adrenaline rush (laughs) so so the bartender at mike's plate not at mike's at tony's place is like hey it's mike's place at this point (laughs) (laughs) so the bartender joe murphy so he's like i got a great idea joe we don't got a great idea we can put some wood alcohol just straight wood alcohol in his drinks and just have him drink you it. You tell me they were mixing it this whole time? No, they're going oh. to start doing that. So Joe was like, oh. brilliant idea. So before it was like alcohol. Like yes. it was like prohibition yeah. alcohol. Yes. And now they're like alcohol. The big stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now they're like, we gotta kill them. Yeah. It's been okay. five days. Where was I? Right. So alcohol, wood, uh, wood, wood alcohol, uh, yeah, that other grain. So oh. Joe Murphy and Tony are like, yes, brilliant idea, brilliant, genius, genius. Joe goes to the local paint shop, buys a couple cans <laughs> of paint wood. shop. Yeah, it's a paint thinner. It's a paint thinner. <laughs> said wood alcohol. Wood alcohol is a paint wood. thinner. Okay. And I I don't know. I'm no, no, no. I'm letting like, I know. I know. you're telling us like we should know this. Okay. What I alcohol- got that TikTok knowledge. <laughs> Useless <laughs> information. So wood alcohol is paint thinner. It's one of the main ingredients in paint thinner. Interesting. Okay. And so he so buys they filter it somehow to get that you just okay. Which no, which with that cheese mesh. That's what they are. <laughs> what? Cheese mesh? <laughs> cheese cloth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should not be in the same room. Um, cheese. <laughs> she talking about... I thought she was just going to stop at cheese. She's no. like, ah, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so he buys several cans for 10 Why cents. Why does he almost look like Nacho Libre? <laughs> As, oh yeah, my god! Okay, I thought the little darker spots at the top were eyes. They're his eyebrows. Okay. <gasps> okay. I like just a little tiny beady eyes. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm, yeah. Yep. They buy several cans. It's mm-hmm. ten cents a can of wood alcohol. Mike shows up the next day, as expected, because this is literally his home. I wonder if he can taste it. He's ready for so many more drinks, right? He's like, he comes in and he's like, let's go, right? This is like, (laughs) he probably had wood alcohol as a, like a a (laughs) pre-workout to the bar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So they start by serving him normal shots. So they're just serving him normal shots of their prohibition whiskey. Mm -hmm. And then 
it's whiskey, gin, and bourbon, and they start adding some wood alcohol Paint into thinner. there. And then... Mm-hmm. Don't try and church it up, boy. Paint thinner. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts drinking these shots laced with paint thinner. Mm-hmm. Literally not changing him at all. Like, ain't nothing happening. Like, there's okay. no physical sign that he's about to duck down and die. My man's like, <laughs> man like, ooh, that got a bite. Why is it spicy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, gradually, they just, they're putting more paint thinner in than alcohol, like their whiskey and rum. To the point where they are literally giving him paint straight thinner. methanol wood alcohol paint thinner in these shots. It's literally a shot of fucking paint he thinner. He is a fire breather. He raises his glass and says, this is the best stuff I ever drank. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, what do we do now? Give him more. He is literally, dude is literally drinking 100% poison. And he's like chugging it down. He's just, oh my God. This goes on for several nights. They start challenging him to drinking competitions. They start getting him to do shots. And he's literally just drinking straight methanol. I have a question. Mm Mm-hmm. Does it give you how many shots he drank within a 60-minute time period? No, but I... Does it matter? It shouldn't matter. He should just be dead. (laughs) I was going to say, let's give you a shot of wood alcohol and see how that goes. I ain't pumping your stomach. We ain't doing that. It's not happening. That's the hospital's job. Yeah, this is true. I'm just saying that if... It's like one shot an hour. That gives his body time. No, it doesn't. You girl, what we taking shots an hour? Oh no, not with her. She, not with her and her migraines. I don't care. We'll see how the, how quick she thinks it's gonna. She be has good. brought it upon herself. But my body, <laughs> fine. Is gonna go ahead. We're doing with your no gallbladder. All of you with your no gallbladder. Oh my god, it is. Literally is it contagious? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> just wait for it. It's her near 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 near. You might as well just just take me to the hospital right now. Okay. I live close enough. You? That was uh, 2020 when I got my nose. Mm-hmm. I was 27 ish. Nair, nair. Nair. She's throwing out years. She's throwing out ages. <laughs> anyway. I know. I can't. 35. I was 35 when I got my nose. 35. You were 27. You were 20. Something. Uh, that bitch needed hers out when she was like 12, but they just kept leaving it sitting there. I think I was 23. Girl, you're right in the mix. You're and mom was in her bit. 40s. Probably. Mm. Was my mom in her forties? Yeah, late forties. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh yeah, because it was right. It was she the was same right. time I did. Yeah, she was yeah. right after you. Anyway, no one gives a fuck about all of us missing our gallbladders. Anyway, I give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can still drink. It doesn't. Oh really yeah, have any effect, uh, on dude. Me. That whole growler out there. I drank that whole thing in less than an hour and a half. I was so pissed What's because I was not drunk. Because remember how they told me I can't drink on my meds? So I drank on my meds while I was stuck at home to see what happens. It was for science. I should make me fall. No in. wonder you're she fucking really going through it. Anyway, that is a very I'm good Michael point. Malloy. I wrote, I wrote that this. is a very I good said, point. Quote: This is the best stuff I've ever drank. Michael Malloy, 1932. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so one evening 
Michael comes back in. He sits at the bar. He starts drinking. He actually starts getting drunk, like disoriented, a little weird. I want to know what his nap time was in between (laughs) drinking. I don't know. So this was like almost a weekend. They're over a week. It's going to be over a week. Because they started off with the four days. Yeah, the first one was four days. But what alcohol? Yeah, so this has probably been about two weeks. If that. And then it's like, girl, we don't even know. Because then it's like, what if they're not even, what if we don't even know the whole story? Anyway, just wait. So he starts getting drunk, like visibly drunk. They're Is like, what alcohol colored or clear? Clear. His pee's probably clear too. Okay. Pee clear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're like, yes. They start giving him more drinks. His speech becomes slurred. He gets all wobbly, right? And they're like, ah! <laughs> Stands up and he starts swaying from the bar, right? And he's drinking while he's walking. He, <laughs> he finishes his drink, sits it on the bar, fucking collapses and hits the floor. My man's got up an hour later. Everyone's like, <laughs> yes, because he's drinking the wood alcohol and they're like, it's it's going into his system. Like we finally did it. Like it took us forever, but we finally did it. They literally just sit there and watch him. They no Wait one for him to stop. <laughs> no one. No one obviously tries to help him. How many people are in here? Because I know you said this is a very small place. It's like 12, 12 foot bar, four, um, four tables, ta- tables. So, in these group of men that are doing this whole, so they're all in it together. Okay, this whole bar. So there's five of them that are in it together. Okay, and we're gonna like get all of their names. This is Tony. They call it the murder Joey. trust. The murder trust. That's what they end up being coined by the newspapers. There's Tony, there's mm-hmm. Joey, there's Frankie, aka Francis. <laughs> mhm. And there's about to be some other couple people coming in here. Uh that's 3. So You said 5? Yeah. Yeah. So he hits the ground. Danny, Francis, Tony. And they're watching him. They're not aiding him. His breathing is all erratic. They're like gonna die like this is the last breath like you know the rattle of death kind of thing going on i'm telling you and they're watching him and watching him and they're like he gasps for air and then he starts snoring (laughs) (laughs) he fell asleep (laughs) he fell asleep i mean i got comfortable on that Uh, it was probably nice and cold probably (laughs) that's me drinking oh my god the floor (laughs) So comfortable. Oh, he wakes up. Pictures in I know. <laughs> he wakes up a couple hour later. Couple hours later. Thanks, Tony, for the drink. Walks <laughs> out, and then he's there the next morning when they open. I wonder if they just tell him no at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're in too deep. You already spent so much money. Like, they're, you got to make some of it back with the life insurance. They're invested, invested. <laughs> so then let him run the streets, get in a fight with somebody in an alley, but and then he most won't. likely he'll be dead. He won't. <laughs> That's not his persona. <laughs> he would have already done that the first night. Not if... Gotten, nope, he would Nope. Not if they're keeping him in the house. They got to put him out the house. They ain't keeping him yeah. in the house. They keeping him in the speakeasy. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a house. It's like... That's what I'm saying, though. He's indoors. He's not out on the streets. Take him out on the streets. They're gonna find out where the the speakeasy is, and they're gonna shut your shit down. Anyway, oh, not if he's in an alley, 
order in the court. Order in the court. Hmm. No, enough. Enough. Okay, okay, okay. So Tony. Tony. Francis. Francis. Joe the bartender. Joey. Their friend, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Danny! I already said that. They start taking... There's one more. That's what I'm saying. They start brainstorming. Mm -hmm. They're like... They ain't brainstorming a lot. Oh, no. They are about to take some drastic (laughs) fucking measures. This is what they decided. Francis... They probably threw a koala. Francis is an undertaker. Oh! Hmm. And he remembered... I'm sorry. Why didn't you start out with this information when you were talking about him? Francis is an undertaker. He remembered that there was this dude a couple months ago, who knows when, that he died from eating a plate of oysters that, that were had bad. wood alcohol. They were oh, like, he was drinking why? wood alcohol and eating oysters and they might have been soaked in wood alcohol. So fucking Francis. That's not the same thing. We already know that this man's everything is We don't is know. It could be something. Iron. He's not going to die. He Maybe. has a shellfish allergy. Mm. The guy who died probably did. So there was, <laughs> at Tony's bar, he had this like, plates on the end of the bar and it was like free sample it was like little sandwiches and like seafood and like it was just like really shitty sitting out all day eat this if you want to so they were like fuck yeah we can do this we got this like we got this plates can we have another tea party yes okay linda stop doing that (laughs) keep it in your hand they decide they're gonna take the oysters they soak them in wood alcohol for several days. Ew. And they make sure, because they're like, it needs to absorb in their system. And he's going to come back. That's Mike comes in one evening. Mm-hmm. He's drinking shots of wood alcohol. Mm-hmm. And he gets hungry. Tony comes over and he's like, hey, Mike, you want some oysters? Like, we got some oysters. You want to have them with your drinks? Mike, of course, like, and Tony tells him, like, you can just have them. Like, you don't got to pay me for them. So, of course, who the fuck is going to turn down some free fucking oysters? Nobody. Me. I'm Okay, fine. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like oysters either. <laughs> I didn't know we... Three out of the four. Y'all eat sushi. I don't know. Sushi is not Different. oysters. I don't like sushi. Different. Oysters and clams have that, that gritty, sandy, I can't do it. Okay, 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 okay. Fine. No, not just, all so, that you're just bad. supposed to like just put it in your mouth and just swallow it. No. <laughs> no. Nobody knows what's happening over there. <laughs> One fourth. We don't know what's happening with her. So he takes it, mm-hmm. gives him a platter of oysters. Mike eats every single one while taking shots of wood alcohol they're all sitting there off to the side giggling like schoolgirls. like <laughs> look at him eating the plate of oysters they have poured so much wood alcohol now just in general between like giving him shots of wood alcohol soaking them in wood alcohol that people have there are statements what's from, lumber 84 saying about all of this lumber 84 probably don't care what the hell's happening in they're nyc making money. <laughs> real. they're like if he but lives or dies hell, we're making money he's like using this for like that's a lot of paint thinner <laughs> some houses <laughs> they don't care they're coming out the depression they take all the money they get 
So. Oh, my God. The place, basically, at this point, according to other patrons, it smells like a chemical plant. Like, they're like, it smells like a wood shop. Like, it just smells like wood alcohol in here. Everybody else is falling to the ground because they're high (laughs) Here comes Mike. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's eating the oysters. He's having all of these wood alcohol shots. Walks out like ain't nothing happened. Comes in the next morning asking for more oysters. We got no more. So, my thing is, I don't get why they thought that would work if he was already taking straight That's what I was alcohol. saying. I don't know. That it's like, like, I thought there was a reaction. Like a combination. Yes, there was a reaction with the oysters okay. and the wood alcohol. Well, he know, he's just a, a lowly undertaker. What does he know? He doesn't. That's why he should have kept his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no scientist. Yeah, Frankie. <laughs> okay. So, because Mike is always there and they're always watching him, they just mm-hmm. kind of like keeping an eye on him like shit. And I'm pretty sure there was probably some days where they were so fucking fed up. They were like, I don't even give a shit about you. Give me the alcohol. I need to drink my sorrows away because I spent a lot of goddamn money on you. And here we are. Time and money. <laughs> I feel like this would have been entertaining. But anyway. After, you got to work, two weeks? though. No. Yeah. <laughs> so... I know, you what know, are these other men doing for a living that they just can sit there and watch him? Well, the one guy owns the goddamn place I and the other that. guy's a bartender. But no, they go there after work. So like everything. Yeah, it's like, like they're the going one guy's the, an undertaker. Yeah, the other guys are going there like he after work and stuff. You work at night. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> an undertaker works at night? Listen. Just because the graveyard shift. No, 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 They They dig plots. All the time. All the time. In the light of the moon. Anyway. <laughs> we got bitch it. over here. <laughs> Undertakers or vampires or something. 100%. Anyway. Have you ever seen them? I've seen them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> so, because Mike is always there at the bar and he basically... I mean, he used to freaking clean in there and put all the stuff away and they're just watching his habits because they like fuck this i don't even know what i want to do today with my life and they notice that a lot of the times he'll go behind the bar and he'll make himself sandwiches and he puts like a big ass mountain of sardines like in between two pieces of bread and they're like we gonna fuck him up with that's the like sandwich. the oysters didn't work mm. <laughs> so they come back to the bar and they prep this sandwich for Mike. Like, they make him a sandwich because they're like, he, we need him to think he's our best friend. They put... Hey, he's gotten drinks for free for days. <laughs> Those are his best friends. <laughs> that ain't your best friend. That's family right there. <laughs> <laughs> they're only friends. <laughs> they lace his sandwich with carpet tacks, broken glass... I'm sorry. And shredded tin. My man just they took him out this. Make him this sandwich. They give it to him. He eats it and asks them for another one. I told you. That is a texture thing. Carpet, How? Carpet tax. Carpet. <laughs> carpet tax. Shredded tin. Broken glass. And they also said they put, they kind of just threw in like the kitchen sink. <laughs> it was just like all these sharp things. But yeah. But those were the most like. Okay. 
so thick. It right. went. <laughs> <laughs> Not the kitty litter. <laughs> There's a, sh- a tiny piece of shell in my eggs, and I'm spitting that shit out. Well, goes, are you so drunk you can't feel your face? <laughs> Um, you know how but I feel at this point he's just a maintenance alcoholic like it's not even for him to be getting drunk it's just for him to be living yes that's his fruit juice (laughs) well I mean I don't think shards of glass in your sandwich have anything to do with alcohol How big are these shards? Like, you say shard, and I'm thinking it's at least this big. I don't know. I'm pretty sure these five dudes in a fucking speakeasy aren't over there with some grinder grinding it down into sand. No, of of course not, because glass turns into sand when you grind it that much. I don't... They said it was pretty obvious. Like, from the case files, they don't really know, because obviously he ate the shit. I mean, we're focusing on the glass right now, but there's tacks in it. I know. Carpet tacks are kind of big, depending on which ones you get. Even if they're oh, itty bitty, they're still they're so big. Yeah. It's the pointy, the pokey pokey. Okay, pokey pokey. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. So this next section, I labeled it. Burr, it's cold in here. Hmm. There must be some tourists in this atmosphere. That's why it's cold in here. Are they gonna try to freeze them? We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. (laughs) I already got there. His body temperature is so hot, it's just not going to work that way. This is one night. That's not how alcohol works. Yeah. Anyway. It's a blood thinner. Watch it. (laughs) Watch watch this man. Oh, my God. Watch this man feel at room temperature. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's the night after the whole oyster. Like, yeah, this is. No, 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 no. Oops. After the oysters. This is the so night. This is before the sandwich. Before the sandwich. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But this is just like, mm, this is how case files went, okay? They was out of order. So, Marino is walking home mm-hmm. with Francis. Who's Marino? Who's Marino? Wait, but Marino Tony. wasn't Tony. actually Dan Marino. Tony. Okay. Tony. Okay. Okay. okay, sorry, okay. sorry. I made him Dan Marino in my head, I and I was like, but he's not Danny. I'm so, okay. Tony yeah, okay, is walking okay. home with Francis, and mm-hmm. he's just like, it's cold out. Mm-hmm. He's pissed off. And then he's sitting there thinking while he's walking. So I guess he's standing there walking, thinking, okay, so whatever. Tony and Francis. So Tony and Francis mm-hmm. walking. Walking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's cold outside. And then all of a sudden. In July? August? No. Now we're into December. Okay. Yeah, she's no timeline. Yeah, sorry. No they didn't, timeline. They didn't really give me, like, even from the court, like, the, the case files. Okay. It This is, it looks. New York. Okay, continue, New- continue. We got it now, December. Okay. It's cold outside. It's cold outside in New York. We in the Bronx. We walk on the streets in the cold. We in December. And she said that. Tony had she a girl. She said that so many times. I know. Tony had a girlfriend. Her name was Maybelle Carson. Mm. And in this cold evening in the Bronx, he was reminiscing about that one time he killed her. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Um, She was a hairdresser from Washington, D.C. And he was remembering and reminding Francis of that one time where she was found dead in his house beneath a window that was open in the winter and her death was determined to be caused by pneumonia and tony 
had actually had Francis help him take out a life insurance policy on her. So then suddenly, from reminiscing, mm. he comes up with this idea like, bruh, we're going to do it again. How many years Literally, later was this? I have said this. Put him on the outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one listened to me. Yeah, were you trying to make him have a fight with somebody? On the outside. <laughs> so, Francis is like, okay, cool. We're going to try this one now. It's a real cold night in the winter in the Bronx. How long after he killed her? They didn't say okay. anything. No, there was nothing about that in there. They're giving him shots of the wood alcohol. He actually drinks himself unconscious. Okay. Okay. So, then so that's a step so in the right like, direction. It's like he's asleep on the floor again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they take his body out of the bar. They drive him to a nearby park. They pour. They take his t-shirt off. They like they take his jacket oh. off. They take his t-shirt off. They pour ice cold water over him. Leave him on a park bench, and they're like, "Boom, let go." They are like hypothermia he's going to die mm-hmm. something's gonna happen he's going to freeze to death we're all good tony shows up for work the next morning mike is sleeping on the floor ah. in the speech ah. ah. how did he get in this guy's a vampire <laughs> he just he like i dream of genie <laughs> Magically appeared. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I told you. So Mike is asleep on the floor. I'm not even speech. writing anything down anymore because this man ain't gonna die. <laughs> he's immortal. So he's asleep on the speakeasy floor, and Tony's like, "God, oh, fuck!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would just lock back up. Mike, I'm going home. Mike wakes up and he's like, "Man, you see my shirt somewhere?" <laughs> he'll be like, "You're late for work. <laughs> get it together. I gotta get my shit together." Okay, hold on. <laughs> the first time I ever heard this story, I could have so laughed. Oh my god! So, I need to watch this. Whatever, I need to watch it tomorrow. So, Mike wakes up. And he's like, Tony, Tony, and like, I got this crazy ass story to tell you. And Tony's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he tells him a story about the last, <laughs> the last thing he remembers is he was at the bar drinking. And then he woke up on a bench and he was so cold. <laughs> Tony's like, yeah, it's a fucking boy. <laughs> later and they're all like what the fuck <laughs> Mike is sitting at the bar they're all in hysterics at this point like they're like what the hell do we have to do to kill this they man? picked like, the wrong guy they should <laughs> <laughs> and just they're saying. like now they decided that they're Francis just- the Undertaker has not contributed at all at this point 
Um, <laughs> Francis was the one that started the whole damn thing. I That's why he hasn't contributed. <laughs> <laughs> he has just caused more dilemmas. <laughs> just, just wait. We're getting there. So this section is called Tough Tony. Okay. He's proven himself. We got a new Tony. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. No, we one. got a new Tony. Oh. Oh. So oh. this guy is named Tony. That's New York. Everybody's named Bastoni. Tony. Oh. Tony Bastoni. Yeah, that's how I'm going to say it, but that's probably not how it's said. It probably is. He's also known as Tough Tony. Uh-huh. Okay. Everyone in this bar, literally anyone who comes in here, already fucking knows what's going down with Mike. They're just like, everyone knows, because the five idiots over here in the corner are talking about it, freaking out about it 24-7. Literally every patron in here knows. Like they're all kind of like, and holding. nobody turns anybody in. No, because they're all so from the, at this point, and they're all in the same freaking speakeasy. Like, and he's not dead. Well, no, because I was gonna the say speakeasies are illegal. Not dead. Yeah, yeah, we're in yeah. prohibition. Like, like really, they, they're gonna walk go up to the, the yeah, they're gonna walk up to the cop and say, "Hey, yo." You could be we, like, we I are, heard we, these two guys talking on the street. You don't have to say where you were. Yeah, yeah, but they, then they're gonna. And it's in the back of a restaurant. But if they get the owner of the speakeasy arrested, they don't have a speakeasy You move on anymore. to the next one. It ain't the and, same. Uh, yeah. It, it is the same. Where are you going to... Bottom of the barrel. <laughs> she just said that it's crappy. They're not There's gonna beans their wood, for a door. There's wood liquor <laughs> for a bathroom door. For a bathroom door. You can't Put unlock the- a bead door, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> So Tony hears about this because everyone has heard about this. And he's like, hey, yo, just hire me. Oh. I'll kill Mike. I got this. And they're like, no, it needs to look like an accident. Car accident. It's an accident. Just push him off the roof. Yes. Thank Jesus you. Christ. So they find a taxi driver. His name is Harry Green. He's just going to keep driving. He agrees that he will run over Michael Malloy. That's what I said. For one hundred and fifty dollars, they like. Okay, that's right. That's whatever. I would have done. So that. J.K. No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> this dumbass. This guy is gonna hit the car and go ping. <laughs> I mean, the car is like, gonna get a dent. He's gonna keep walking. Oh my god. That's like when I hit that deer. It fucked up my car, but that shit got up and kept going. I was so that's mad. That's gonna be Mike. Anyway, so Harry Green is like, yeah, I'll do it. One hundred fifty dollars. Give me it. Let's go. They get the fake ID for Nicholas Mallory. They put it in Mike Malloy's pocket because he's drinking. They just like, hey, what is it a piece of paper? Yeah, basically. Okay. And they drive out to a quiet place in the Bronx. It takes them three tries to run <laughs> over Mike because he's fumbling around. <laughs> the he, he said Frogger mode activated. <laughs> So, Joe Murphy, Joe Murphy and Tough Tony hold Michael Malloy by the arms. And they're like, the bartender. Joey. Oh. So, Joe, the bartender, and Tough Tony Mm -hmm. hold Michael by the arms. Mm -hmm. And they're like, got it! (laughs) Let's go! So, Green hits Michael going about 20 to 30 miles per hour. He flies off the car and he goes into a gutter. Like, he flies, like, he doesn't go into the gutter, but, like, he lands near the gutter. What what movie is that? Not, it's rats, but anyway. So, they're all like, shit. (laughs) Huh? Castaway? Flushed Flushed away. away. Oh, yeah. Anyway, continue. 
<laughs> so he's by the gutter. They're like, let's got to get the body. Because obviously they need a body to get the insurance money. So like they have to put him somewhere. And now that he's dead, they have to put him somewhere. Is he actually dead? He no. Dead. They think he is. We don't know. We're not there I yet. Know. I can tell you right now, there is no internal bleeding whatsoever so, from this man. <laughs> They go to retrieve him mm-hmm. off of this quiet street by the gutter, right? <laughs> a car drives by. If they see a car coming, they're like, fuck, we can't get him. So they all scurry like fucking cockroaches in the light. And oh they God, just the run into the taxi cab. Oh. And they go back to the speakeasy. Are you fucking... What? What the... The next morning, Mike's they saying. grab all the newspapers that they can find. They start reading for stories, trying to find stories of a hit and run. And they're not finding anything. My mm. man's found it and just went in the gutter and just... They start calling hospitals. He became it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So they start calling hospitals. They start calling the morgues. They start calling everywhere. They're like, we need to find Nicholas Mellory. But no, everyone's like, we don't, we don't have that person. We don't have this person. We don't, like, we don't. Yeah, because it's Mike. <clears throat> Duh, he's mm-hmm. awake. Well, they put, put the, the, they put the ID I in know, him. I know, but I'm saying Mike's awake and very much alive. Oh. Telling them mm-hmm. so that's not my name. For that's days, name. <laughs> for days, they hear nothing. And they're like, what the hell do we do now? Because they realize now they've got a bigger problem because one, they killed Mike and they lost the body. Mm. So now their plan starts getting even better. They decide, well, since we lost Mike's body, we got to find someone else who looks like Mike and kill him and get the life insurance policy for Mike because we don't know where his body is. I think I have arthritis in this finger. What the fuck does that have to do with me? (laughs) (laughs) So... They go out and they're canvassing all the local speakeasies. They're going into one. They find one in Harlem and they're like, that's my man. And his name is Patrick Murray. And this is according to Tony like Marino, his testimony in court. Mm-hmm. Spitting image of Mike. That's because it was Mike. He just got amnesia when he got fucking hit. <gasps> He's the same build, same height, all the stuff. They befriend him. They buy him some drinks. They get him drunk. They bring him back to... Yeah. Oh, okay. So they bring him back to Tony's speakeasy. They give him more drinks. He's so fucked up, right? They put him into Harry's taxi. They drive him out again. It's the quiet street in the Bronx. (laughs) They do the same exact thing. Motherfucker got But he's drunk. So he's actually laying on the ground. Like, Mike was drunk, but he's all, like, drunk someone. Right? Like Shaun of the Dead in the street. (laughs) So they run him over at 30 miles per hour. Should have gone faster. They they go, they hop out the the taxi cab. They go to retrieve the body, but a car starts coming by. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same car. (laughs) Scares the shit out of them. And they get into the car, leave. So now at this point, they've killed two, two people, people, lost two bodies, and they're all just panicking. They're all like, what? I have a question. <laughs> Were they all in the taxi when this happened? Yes. Like, they're all just sitting in the taxi. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, they're all together, just like we were, we're in this together. It's l- Clearly, it's- we are inside the taxi together. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. We're all in this together. 
So Miller's I got from your friend. They're in <laughs> Oh Jesus. They're in the bar and they're like, <laughs> shit, like what do we do? Like we don't like we gotta find another person again at this point. And I'm like, why are you gonna get someone run over by the car? Because apparently everyone decides are they oh. giving this man $150 each time he hits somebody? I, know. <laughs> I hope so. I don't think so. At that point, you at least need the gas money. Ten cents. I was going to yeah. say. Not even. You know how much gas is at that point? Okay, still. Some sort of reimbursement. <laughs> he's, he's the one driving them around to all the different speakeasies looking for them. I'll send the car away this time. <laughs> So they're sitting here and they're trying to figure out what to do and they're they're all just in the speakeasy like fuck like we we need to find someone else as they're talking the doors to the speakeasy open and in walks Michael Malloy <laughs> Where has he been? Uh, recovering in a hospital. Michael tells the men at the bar that 5 days ago he woke up in the street in a gutter. He had a really bad headache and a sore shoulder. Not a headache. (laughs) (laughs) A police officer saw him in the street and he was like, you good? Whatever. Cop asked him his name. He's like, I'm Michael Malloy. He takes him to the hospital in the Bronx where the doctors find out that he had a fractured skull, Mm. a fractured shoulder and a concussion. After five days, he was released. So for five days, the, in the time frame, it was five days, but all that killing the other dude took him five days, and then Mike comes, poof, back out. So what I'm hearing is he detoxed. Well, five days. A little so bit. now they can kill him. For mm-hmm. real this time. I think it would take five years for that man to detox. <laughs> <clears throat> So they got no, I didn't ask. The whole reason why they weren't able to find him was because he used his real name, right? Mm-hmm. And they were looking for that's Nicholas. what I said. But hold on. Wait, if they're if they're giving him like examination and all that stuff, he had the identification card on him. He was. They're awake. not going to be searching. He was awake. He was awake. Uh, so the cop had asked. So him they're his not name. emptying his pockets oh, for that's him. What? Because the, the cop asked him his name, and he was like, "I'm Michael Malloy." So then he took him to the hospital to get, and he was there for five days. He was so they knew who he was. <laughs> so he sits down at the bar and asks Tony for a drink, he and they Nicholas, what was and they pour him a drink of what alcohol? I named this section. I can't take it anymore, Grandpa. That's what I named. <laughs> That's too long, man. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, "God, frick!" Like. One last attempt. They're like, we're just gonna one last time, okay? One day more. Anyway, <laughs> they time. rent a room. For time's sake. <laughs> they rent time. a room on Fulton Avenue in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. It has the gas stove. Mm-hmm. They put it under the name Michael Malloy. I mean, lies. Nicholas Mallory. Mallory. Mm-hmm. On February twenty third, nineteen thirty three. They take Michael Malloy to the room after giving him whatever alcohol he wanted at the speakeasy because Lord only knows. Please tell me they took other life insurance policies out on him because they don't spend every goddamn dime they are going to <laughs> They At least it's been long enough that it doesn't look like an immediate accident. This is true. true. Should have gone with that in the beginning. <laughs> so they turn the gas on. They have been trying to kill this man for a minute, 
Okay. That's man, Superman. Lungs of steel. <laughs> it's been a while. Lungs. Body. Period. It works. What? Oh. Mike finally dies from gas inhalation. I'm this done. is this is in a hotel that you said? They rented like a room. Oh. It's just like a house. Oh, okay. Like a mm-hmm. like how you just tenants and you just like rent it randomly. My man Mike <clears throat> should have lived forever. So gone too soon. He was. <laughs> <laughs> so Francis, because he's an undertaker and oh. he, and he's, oh. and he's But the, I thought he was on the policy. No. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. We're not there yet. But uh, I thought it was a fake name. I thought Tony and Joey were on the yeah, Nicholas Mallory. So Francis was on the one originally when he uh, was Mike Malloy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <gasps> oh, okay. they had the fake brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. bartender was a fake brother. <gasps> Joe. So it's clicking now. Francis is an undertaker. Francis. He's got connections because he's an undertaker. He knows this guy in the Bronx. He's a doctor. Is... His name oh, is okay. Frank got it, got it, got it. Manzella. Another Frankie. Mm-hmm. I told you. Everybody's Frankie and Tony. And Joey. Insert name. Anyway, <laughs> so Pasqua, Pasqua Francis, pays him some money to come examine the body, mm-hmm. write the death certificate, put in the cause of death as alcoholism. Manzella does it. Malloy dies on February 23rd. He is buried on February 24th. A man's in died. They go to the insurance company. <laughs> Stupid ass. Linda's waiting for an actual vampire. <laughs> <laughs> you about to cry? She's got emotionally attached to him. Anyway. We've come a long way. <laughs> so, February 25th, they go to the insurance office and they're like, mm-hmm. they like the Ashy sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, oh they like, give me my money. So, they cash in one of the policies and this ends up being what screws them over. Because they cashed in on the policy. Uh, so they go to the Metropolitan Company. Mm-hmm. And the pa- the patient, the agent hands them the check for $500. Next, Francis goes to Prudential. And Prudential's actually like, uh, we kind of need to see the body before we give this to you. Francis is like, no, you can't. Because we, we already buried, buried him. him. He buried. And they were mm-hmm. like, ho. Uh, no. So this is like... An immediate red flag to the insurance company. Wait, how long after... Prudential's doing it right, though. Yeah. It's two days. This is why they've been around a long time. Uh Mm-hmm. It's two days since he died. Are you not allowed to bury them that quick? It doesn't... It's it's normally not that quick. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. So I'm the you, they're gonna dig him up. He's still gonna be alive. But I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> it was a nice nap. <laughs> it was a nice nap. So the insurance company tells Francis that they have to look into the matter, and Prudential begins an investigation. Mm-hmm. They send agents to the speakeasy in the Bronx, asking about Nicholas, but no one knows anyone by the name Nicholas Mallory, and they're like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Because Francis is like, you can go there and ask anybody. They know who he is. Yeah, as Michael fucking Malloy, they know who he is, but they don't know who Nicholas is. And they cashed in the check for Metropolitan. And Francis and Tony, they split it. They get $400 each. Right? How? When it was only 500 But they got, they got like four or five policies. So they went and got other checks from Prudential. 
Because remember how... Wait, you said Prudential said, hell no, we ain't giving you shit. Metropolitan, my BG. Okay. So they were cashing the checks for Metropolitan. But then, aside from all this other shit, the, the two of them started this out together. But they ain't finish it by themselves. So they have to pay Tough Tony... The taxi driver. No, Tough Tony was Tough Tony, the one who found... No, I know, but I'm saying oh, yeah. the taxi driver. Harry Green, the taxi driver. Harry. They gotta pay... I think some of the patrons were like, yo, you gotta keep me to shut up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I ain't paying you shit because you done denied the fact that you knew Nicholas. You ain't getting nothing. <laughs> Dumbass. Okay, anyway. So, the group of guys start to fight about the money just in general they're fighting about the money and then a lot of people who hung out in this speakeasy already knew about what was going on and they overhear the dude talking about this since like the beginning of time basically mm-hmm. and one night at the speakeasy tough tony is over there talking shit yelling at another guy they start arguing over who's gonna get the bigger part of the money and screaming yelling fighting dude takes out a gun and shoots and kills tough tony why couldn't we do this from the beginning because that's not accidental it is if it's a bar fight Mm. Hmm. i don't know so oh his name is joseph some dude named joseph joey joey told you kills uh tough tony so the cops arrive they arrest joseph they also arrest Joseph Murphy is the bartender. bartender. Okay. So there's Joseph. Brother. Can't say his mm-hmm. last name. It's like there's Joey Mag- Maglioni. There's, Joey. there's Joey Joey Tony. Mike. There's another Tony. There's, there's another, another Tony. Tony. Another Tony. Tony dead. Look, we just in the Sopranos Dan right now. And Howard. Howard. Wasn't that a taxi driver's name? Harry. Harry. <laughs> Howie. <laughs> that's that's all, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they arrest Joseph, the one that shot Tough Tony, and then they arrest Joseph Murphy, the one who was the bartender, because he was. Oh look, he they considered him a material witness because he was there. So he gets arrested, and they he, they took him to jail. I don't know. It's the nineteen. You were saying it's a speakeasy. <laughs> Why wouldn't he get arrested? Everybody, He's everybody should have been arrested. He's just trying Why to... are the insurance people talking to these people in a speakeasy? That's what I was trying to figure out. Look, I was know. thinking about that, too, and I just didn't say anything because I'm like, whatever. Look, at this point, not do they really <laughs> even Do they really even care as long as they don't have to pay out their money? They don't give a shit where they're going to talk to you at. They I just don't want to pay out their money. <laughs> so at this point, the police, they keeping a close eye on Tony and his little Why storefront. Why did Tony get arrested? He's the one that because was Tony wasn't there when it happened. So, they go there? there's this man. His name is John McNally. Oh, he is he's undercover. Ooh. Undercover. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a regular. Ooh. Oh. And he decides to talk. Oh. He's like, eh, what everything. He probably so, got some money from Prudential. He tells the police officers <laughs> everything. Everything from the beginning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They tell he tells them everything from like the plotting to what they actually fucking did, like all of the wood alcohol, the sardine sandwich with the pieces of glass and the carpet tax and everything. How they hit him with the car like twenty thousand times, but he I ain't need died. To know, were they sitting there while Mike was sitting there and they're like, Hey yo, go get some carpet tax, 
Go get some glass. We're going to put it in a sandwich. He was so traveling. It's only like, it's only so, it's probably the size of the room with four fucking tables and like a bar on that wall. You can still and then them. like where the door is. Write is it on like, a piece of paper, god damn it. They know how to read. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would assume at least one of the Tonys does because he owns a goddamn establishment. That doesn't mean shit. I guess it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, so John <laughs> tells him everything. Cops I'm are just, like. I'm just thinking that tough Tony's not so tough because he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was Bye. very. I'm sorry. Bye. Okay. Joe. So Joey said that ain't tough now, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Oh, so the cops don't believe shit that John is telling them because they're like, this is so dramatic, weird, like, like a soap opera. It's why, would you, why would you be spending a year trying to kill this man? Because mm-hmm. he doesn't die. And like uh. they he knew that they weren't going to believe him. But he was like, I'm telling you the truth. Like, this is really, really what happened. And like this dude is buried at Ferncliff Cemetery, like I'm telling you, this really happened. And the investigators get a court order, and on May, no, it's in May of 1933, 10 months after this whole thing began, they exhume Michael Malloy's body. <gasps> the, pa- the pathologist who is doing the autopsy discovers mm-hmm. that, hey, um, my mans did not die of alcohol poisoning. He died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, I already forgot that part. Yep. So from this point, everything just crumbles like a cookie. And Tony, what kind of cookie you eat? I only eat chewy. I know. Oh, me too. Shut up! You eat Oreos? They don't crumble. They go you- right into my mouth. I was gonna say either that or I'd be soaking them in thing, and then you set them in your mouth. They and- crumble. That's crumble. No. That's the crumble. You the crumble. Mm-hmm. I don't let them crumble. Anyway. Oh, Why even put them in the milk then? Good. Because they get oh, soft for my teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's delicious. Anyway. Stop it. Stop it. Stop talking about cookies. Crumble. <laughs> I love oatmeal raisin. Look <laughs> like you got war flashbacks. What is happening over there? You ever have the oatmeal raisin? I cookies. <laughs> the oatmeal raisins from uh, Chick-fil-A. No, because that's disgusting. I never had that before. Chick-fil-A has cookies? Yeah. Yeah. I just go and get a sandwich and french fries and I'm good. Anyway. That's a gift. Stop. Stop. I'm band directing. Stop. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. I did eat those. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway. A chocolate chip, though. Tony yeah, Marino. Still a cookie. Francis Pasqua. Mm-hmm. The bartender, Joe Murphy. Harry Green, the taxi driver, mm. Daniel Kresberg, mm. were all charged with first-degree murder. Okay. okay. They did first-degree murder, somebody. Oh, yeah. The other guy. Who? I really... Justice for my boy. I don't know his name. Oh, my God. <laughs> Patty. 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 I don't... See, but the thing is, I don't know if John knew about them, but obviously this whole thing is from the case records, so... Listen, I Mike bet you probably still if, walking around though. I was gonna say if Mike got up, I don't know if Patty. No, got up, but the difference but he's is got they hands. they hit Mike like Mike hit and went poof. They ran him over. 
like with the car. They laid him on I'm the ground. I'm just letting you and know. It, it, oh. oh, it's different. Did they run over his head? Props. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Linda. They're not efficient people. They mm-hmm. wouldn't have been mm-hmm. dealing with this. For as long as they did, if they were efficient people. That's because they didn't know Harry the cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the dr- the trial begins in October of 1933 at the Bronx County Courthouse. It lasted a little bit more than two weeks. Oh, that's why that they thought it was going to take the kill off a man's mic. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was going to take two hours. That's fair, that's fair. So... The judge, like, when they start the whole case, the judge asks them if they have anything to say. And Tony, the leader of the pack. Anyway, he says, we have nothing to say, Your Honor. And he, that was it. That was I would have something to say. Should have died sooner. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Tony, I'd be like, fucking Francis! Because Francis put all the ideas in my head. So that's why I said. Oh yeah, Francis is the undertaker. Okay. Yes. Yes. So Francis is the one that should have been off. I'm telling you. So four of the guys were sentenced Mm -hmm. to death by electric chair. Oh. So yeah. Damn. They side by side though. So Tony, (laughs) holding hands. Let the current run through us. <laughs> so that's a romantic way to go. <laughs> After all they've been through together, <laughs> might as well, <laughs> right? Together forever. <laughs> so Tony, Francis, mm-hmm. Joe, the bartender, Joe and Francis. Daniel all got <laughs> all, okay. all oh, wait, got the Tony's dead. All right, bet. Yeah, he got shot. I'm sorry. So they all got oh. the electric chair. Harry Green, the taxi driver, mm-hmm. he went to Sing Sing Prison in New York for <laughs> felonious assault. Sounds about right. Because, oh, because, because they oh, didn't know about he the didn't other do. guy. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, justice for my boy Petty. <laughs> well, they don't even know if he's dead because there's like, we gotta find him. They don't know. I'm that was another body they just lost to the pits of the Bronx. <laughs> so. Electric chair. That's it. That's all I got for you. One reporter, this was like the quote of the lifetime in the newspapers while all this was going down. It was a plot that seemed more like an impossible play than a real life murder trial. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So this is real? This is real. There's literally a mini museum for this guy in New I'm York. I'm going. And we hit up the Barnes and Noble. <gasps> yes. yes. Oh, man. I'm down. I'm just down to go see him, my man. Tony. No. Mike. Chris Evans. No. Who? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. What? I mean, my best friend lives in New York now, so y'all can do whatever Why you want. Going to see? Where's Chris Evans at? The Captain America statue. There's a Captain America statue in New York. In Brooklyn. Brooklyn. For serious? Yes. Yes. He is from Brooklyn. I did not see it when I was over there. No, she did not. Even though I told her every day. All I know is they better have a Spider-Man one on the... Uh, What was I going to say? The music music man. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh. Ooh. Broadway. We're going... Let's go. Uh, Where are we going? When? Oh, but I want to see Hades Town. 
This is already not a day trip anymore. Yeah, it's like a week and a half trip. It's all right. Minimum. Best friend lives up there. Let's go. Yeah, but she lives in a tiny house. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Mike didn't have a house. We can make do. Mike was on a bench. Mm -hmm. Or on the floor at the speakeasy. I think we're okay. Quite a few nights. We can make it. Fine, if Mike fine, fine, could fine. do it, we could do it. <laughs> no, we can't do it. We might be a little bit Irish, but I don't think we got enough of that in our blood to be doing all that. Doing what? What are you planning on? We're just I don't know. Sleeping, sleeping on, on benches floors. in the city. In- okay. I don't know. It might hurt my back. She's already. She's already in pain. Her migraine starts acting up just thinking about it. <laughs> Listen, I had to take some meds before oh, I came here. What does he look like? What's he look shit? like? I bet he doesn't look like that. Like Nacho Libre. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I need to know. Sorry, I, I closed out my window. I don't know what to do. Oh, I thought you were going to start singing the I use my hand to fight my, my tears. tears. <laughs> I ate some of these. I ate some of these. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, he looks... Like a uh 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 <laughs> yeah uh, uh, yep. uh that's it that's a complete thought. <laughs> Actually, I lied Ooh. to you. What? That was Tony. <gasps> Tony shot Tony. That's Tony. Wow. The Tony that's still alive. Tony. Why would Tough Tony have a mug shot if he was dead well, for the yeah. trial? He's called Tough Tony for a reason. <laughs> And then, t- true. Oh, okay. I feel like in order to get the street cred to be come named around, Tough Tony, right. no, y'all, y'all need to come. In. Okay, let me. I'll send this to you guys. Turn it around. No, because I'm hooked up to shit. I can't turn it around. You can't like Facebook message us. So this is Tony, the bar owner. This is Francis, and that is Michael Malloy. He still don't look like that. I got to <laughs> this. It's a bit. It makes me hurt. It made my Tony time. Francis Michael. Why do he look like that though? Cause he's dead. <laughs> oh, who's that one? I don't know, man. Um, that's that, not. That has nothing to do that's with cash. That's Cash. Yeah, I'm Castro Fidel. <laughs> oh, Fidel Castro right there. Let me see. Wait. Oh, I was just going to so, take a picture and send it oh, to Tony him. Francis Mike. Francis looks like somebody. Hold on. If if Mike was if Mike was not dead, he'd probably look like Mike. Francis kind of looks so. like the boss. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, isn't Buddy's kid's name Frankie? Yeah. No, 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 no. His friend. Oh. The guy that works there. Oh yeah. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. I told you it was real. That's a newspaper article. Y'all bitches mm-hmm, up in here mm-hmm, thinking mm-hmm. I'm lying to you again. Listen. I never said that. I said it because it feels insane. It feels like some it sort of creepypasta insane. sort of thing that you just make up. Sometimes things are so crazy. It's just got to be real. That just makes me not believe her now. What? Mm-hmm. She's selling it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She photoshopped that Google page. <laughs> right? No, I, that's too much life. I yeah, mean, I did have five days. Apparently not. If you were drunk, that was one night. It wasn't even one night. I didn't even get drunk. Anyway, that was my angry moment. So today's missing person is from New York. Her name is Corina Page Slusser. 
She is from the Queen. She is from the Queens. Oh my goodness. She is from Queens, New York. She went missing on September 20th, 2017. She was born. Oh man, Leslie, do math for me real quick. I got a pen. If she was born in 98, how old is she now? Why don't you just ask this one? <laughs> don't ask me. I just told somebody 24. that I was 26. She, 24. Okay. I'm 25. Right you have now. like a week. I know. But still, I don't know how old Anyway. I am. Look, you made me mess up a book to pay for that. What did you just say? Well, how old is she? 24. <laughs> okay, starting this over. So, today's missing person is Corina Page Slusser from Queens, New York. She went missing on September 20th, 2017. She is currently 24 years old. She is a white female with blonde hair. She had green tips at the end of her hair when she went missing, but it's been a bit so... Could have been cut off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's 5'7", weighs approximately 140 pounds. She has blue eyes. She has a small tattoo on her right hip, a black ink tattoo of a lotus flower on her chest, her ears are pierced, and she does normally wear a necklace that has her name on it. She is originally from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, and then she moved to NYC, and she was last seen at the Haven Motel in Queens. But it was like the really early hours of the morning. She was seen by Ishi Wani. It's pictured in here. I don't know. Him and another man of Karina's have been in contact and they are actually all being charged with prostitution, but Karina is still missing. Why are you making so much noise? I'm telling her to open it. I wrote her a note. If you have any information regarding her (laughs) whereabouts, the phone number is 646 Six one zero seven two seven two, or you can call the FBI because this is also a possible human trafficking task force case at two one two three eight four one thousand. And if you have any tips as far as that, it is you can go online and fill out a form at tips.fbi.gov. Thank you. That was a wonderful story. You're welcome. I hoped you guys would like it. Thank you for coming to my birthday party. Yeah. Can't mm. for Winnie the Pooh. Shot, 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 shithead yeah <laughs> <laughs> so ha anyway so thanks everyone for coming to our her podcast my like podcast my <laughs> birthday podcast it is mine for the day yeah week her month, episode season angel season yes it is it's her season but it ain't her season of the podcast it's her day Leslie only got a day who wants to say it we should make Lydia say it Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Wait, what does it sound like? Look at her face. She's still processing. She's nodding she in approval. <laughs> she was like, yep, yep, yep. So you can follow it. us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ECC the Podcast. We also have a website that is ECC the Podcast. No, East Coast Creepin. Creepin. East Coast Creepin. Obviously, it wasn't going to be the same thing. You'll know that. <laughs> I you do know that. Patreon. Yes. And you can also email us at East Coast Creepin at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, like, share, spread the love. Heart, heart, heart. <laughs> There's something along with her. <laughs> but yes, happy birthday, Lydia. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to all the Leos out happy there. Happy birthday, happy me. Yeah. Oh, Lord. We gotta cut her mic off. Oh, I can't. Anyway. Jeez. <laughs> Look at her face. I'm murdered. <laughs> Nah, I can just click the button over here. <laughs> I can do that to all of you. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC the podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.